Good afternoon, everyone. Craig Deleuze here with the Thirsty Thursday edition of The Rundown. And uh, as you know, I do not do this program by my lonesome. That's right. I'm helping him from the East Coast, coming to you from the right coast. My name is Mike Dvorsky, and I'll be co-hosting today here on The Rundown. Welcome to everybody. Mikey, Mikey. So what's the good word today, sir? Woo, let's see. Uh, let's see. Last night was... Uh, it was hump day, wacky Wednesday. Uh, actually, had my meeting with my veterans organization, so that was a, was a good night, good uh, good times, good people. Uh, see them every every week or so, and um, you know, plotting the future, right? You know, is what we do. So uh, we're having a having a good time, having a good time. How about you, sir? How was your evening? Uh, my actually it was a very very busy day yesterday. I had a live feed that I did for a client, and it was had a lot of fun. Got a lot of stuff done. Got to do some really new and kind of innovative stuff. So. Uh, the only challenge is always I got to take down my equipment and then I got to get up early and put it back together so that we can come together and uh, and enjoy this program. But uh, otherwise, man, had a good had a very, very good time, got into a debate with uh, with someone regarding the whole recall election out here. And I've just had to come to realize that that uh, Democrats live in an alternate universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I just you know, you get to a point when you're debating with them and you, can, you just have to realize, look. You, you are allowed your own opinion, but you're not allowed your own facts. If, if you're going right. to choose to live in an alternate world, then do me a favor. Uh, stay there. D don't bother to try and discuss or debate with me about anything because when I bring up facts and you refute those facts with absolutely nothing but, you know, crap, no, yeah, no evidence, no yeah. facts, no nothing. That's because you're racist, Craig. It's well, there you racist. go. Because, yeah, exactly. You're going to start calling me a racist you're and a, a homophobe bigot. and all yeah. this stuff. If that's going to be how you're going to respond, then, yeah, we don't really need to debate because you don't right. have the ability to actually debate. Yeah, you listen, as soon as that starts at this point, I'm just like, hey, you know what? You're a friggin' idiot. And just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, yeah. You've already lost this article. Or you've already lost this. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I don't, I, don't, I don't turn around and call them an idiot. I just kind of point out, yeah, you're living in a world devoid of facts. Let's let be clear. I don't turn around and call them an idiot. I call them an idiot. Then I turn around and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in other words, you call them an idiot to their face. To their face. In the face. In your face. In the face. Right. In the face. In your face. Okay. And that's how it be. That's how it be. Yeah. All right, sir. Well, speaking of idiots, let's go ahead and get right into let's go oh, ahead and get boy. right into the news. Jump right into the idiot idiocy today. Yeah, we'll jump right into the idiocy today. Uh, so our first story here. Uh, now this comes out of Virginia. Now we all know that gun rights or gun control advocates are flat out liars, and we also know that in politics, it seems like you can get out of you can get away with basically uh, saying whatever and calling people whatever, and for the most part, you get away with it. Well, the Virginia Citizens Defense League uh, has actually decided that they are going to sue a gun control group for calling them a terrorist organization. And, you know, dude, look, I just think this is phenomenal. I think this is a, exactly where we need to be and what we need to be doing is going after these groups who basically are flat out lying. Take them to a court of law and make them defend their facts. In this case, prove that the, this organization, which wants nothing more than to defend our, defend our constitutional right to keep and bear arms, Go ahead and prove that they are uh, a terrorist. Yeah, I'm trying to look up the name of this. Uh, I, I thought I had it written down of the uh, of the other league. We know it. Uh, Virginia Citizens Defense League is an incredible organization. Phil Van Cleve is their uh, their, uh, their their president of the, the organization. Their executive director, 
uh, does an incredible job. Uh, in fact, if you recall, folks, the uh, the march in Virginia uh, a year, year and a half ago now with uh, something like, I think it was 16,000 people, if I recall correctly, Craig, uh, no violence, and they left the city cleaner than they found it. That was that was Phil uh, Van Cleve and uh, VCDL that did that. Well, this other organization, uh, I don't know, it's, it's oh, I, can't, I can't find the name of it now. It's, it's, it's slipping away here. Uh, some some anti-gun group, some uh, some gun control group, has declared that VCDL is a domestic terror organization. Well, listen, you can call me a lot of things, but a domestic terror organization is not one of them. Uh, that that's accurate. And VCDL, rather than sit back and take that, has decided, you know what, we're going to sue you. And and their and their lawsuit has been filed, and they're seeking uh, damages and punitive action against this other organization in the tune of about. $450,000. And I've read through the initial complaint on the uh, on the VCDL uh, lawsuit. And listen, they go right into describing how the state describes a domestic terror organization, how they are the opposite of what the state describes as a domestic terror organization, and that this is clear libel by the other side. And if this goes by the rule of law, Craig, uh, VCDL is gonna, should be getting themselves a nice little payday to help pay for their, their next couple of events. Oh, yeah. Now, the group is called the, the Coalition to Stop Gun Violence. There you go. Thank you. Right. But, yeah, no. But, but that's the thing, man, is, is that they get, they've gotten away with lying. And that's... Yeah. I cannot even begin to tell you because we, we deal with them. We deal with the Brady campaign. Uh, we deal here in California with, you know, the uh, uh, yeah. every town. We deal with moms. Right. And every single time they either are talking about how they feel about something or they're talking about, or they're just flat out lying. Or, and by right. the way, when they talk about their feelings, their feelings are based on false information. Yes. So it, it's just, it's, it's, it's really frustrating. So the fact that we actually get to call them, or in this case, they're calling them out on their lies, because that's the other thing is they demonize people. And as long, what the reason and the point for the demonization is because then you get to disregard anything that we say. And that's how the left yeah. works is they demonize you. Then that means that they can disregard anything that you have to say. And oh, by the way, that's right out of Saul Linsky's Rules for Radicals, right. which is the textbook for, uh, well, for, for Marxist revolutionaries. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I said for Hillary Clinton. Whoops. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, for Marxist, for for Marxist revolutionaries. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, yeah. So yeah. this, uh, this is great. This is great to see this kind of action. I'm trying to think why nobody else has done this prior to this, and I can't think of anybody else, any of the other, you know, the crazy moms or every town organizations that have made these kind of accusations before. Uh, you know, uh, either in writing or at, at a campaign rally or speech or something. So maybe it's just that VCDL has been the first one to actually catch. Hey, what did they call us? Did they just call us a domestic terror organization? Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, exactly. You, they literally called them something that has an official government term. Well, and Correct. I'll tell you what, here, here's another thing that I'll point to. Like you see, you have Larry Elder running for governor here in California, who's been called the black yes. face of white supremacy. Well, white supremacy now has, quote unquote, a government term in terms of what it is. I would right. love to see uh, Larry Elder start going after some folks. I would like to see p people on the political right going after some of these folks and suing them for some of the things that they're saying and some of the things they're doing for the, basically the lies that they're telling on them. Yeah, I, I would definitely like to see somehow that you're held accountable for the lies you say. I'm not yeah. sure that I'm not sure that a, a candidate for office 
I want to see sue people. I, I don't know, Craig. That almost seems like sour grapes from name calling. I don't. I don't know. There's well, got to be a way. There's definitely got to be a way to, to, yes. co to combat it. I don't it, know. It, I don't know the right way. Well, For an organization like VCDL, though, right. I absolutely agree. This is the right way. But yeah, let's. I'm not sure. What do you think? I mean, do you think a candidate would be seen as a, as a as a as a you know? Uh, but yes, uh, yes, no. I, I think that that's, I think that some people would put it that way. I think the people who right. support the candidate wouldn't uh, wouldn't see it that way. The problem, right. the thing is this: is that if nobody does nothing, then they continue to do it, and they do yeah. it because it works. And so, if nobody ever steps up and nobody ever takes the problem is usually you don't get a chance to do it until after the campaign is over. And then, right. where do you get the resources or the money to be able to do it? The only way we're going to get we're going to change the ability of the left to be able to do stuff like this is by calling them out. And that's why I appreciate them doing this because, you know, this is a, a it's not an easy lawsuit to win. But when right. you once again in this particular case where it's got an actual specific definition. Uh, it may be, it should be easier for them to win, and you know once again hold them accountable. And you're 100 percent right. There are some people who are going to be like, oh well, you're a candidate, you shouldn't do that, right? Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, there has to be a way. I don't know if it's if it's you know appointing a court to be the fact finders or you know the the mm -hmm. the fact checkers or I, I, I have no idea how it works. But it would be wonderful if there was anything besides blatant lies. And then you know what you're going to get. You're going to get the half lies and truths. Right, uh, like like we got uh, one of our stories mm -hmm. later on uh, dealing about gun control. In fact, the next story where it's a bunch of half lies and truths that you they could fall back and say, "Well, just 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 depends on how you read the data." And like like anything concerning COVID, right? Right. Well, well exactly. Like speaking of getting into the next story, let's get into that next story. So, uh, interestingly enough, in North in the the state of North Carolina, um, you've got a situation where. You have a governor who vetoed a law that would have overturned a Jim Crow era law. This is the thing. It's a Jim Crow era gun law. Uh, for those of you who do not know, the in many places, in order to get a concealed pistol permit, you have to have, quote unquote, good cause. In some places, you have to have good cause to get one just to get a pistol permit, let alone a concealed pistol permit. Um, yep. Well, good cause was put in place. Uh, specifically to allow local law enforcement to decide who and who could and who could not uh, get a get a permit. Well, good cause was code for you had to be the right uh, the right skin color or the right. It was good color. It was right. good color. It was good color. It wasn't good cause. It was good color. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's exactly. And there's no there's no lying by people about that's exactly what it meant. But yet the governor that this is what this is what I find interesting. So you have the white democratic governor of north carolina vetoed the law basically upheld the jim crow era law and is now being blasted by the black republican lieutenant governor uh, who wanted yeah. to see the jim crow anti-gun law done away with yeah let me give you a little bit of, a little bit of political history uh with the state of north carolina for anybody that's uh watched any uh, any history about the united states whether even if it was hamilton or something else um the the way we started in this country uh, with the presidency was uh you had your candidates and the guy that got the first amount of votes was the uh was that was the the president and the guy that got the second amount of votes became the vice president it didn't matter if the parties were the same they didn't run on the same ticket we all know that that got changed you know a, a couple of decades later to where it became a commonality and you voted for the ticket of the two people rather than the one individual. The state of North Carolina has not made that change. The state of North Carolina still is, you vote for the governor, 
and you vote for the lieutenant governor separately. So it's not where they have a ticket item, and it's not even where the guy with the first amount of votes and the guy with the second amount of votes gets lieutenant governor. So you vote separately for those two part, those two offices. So what you have there is this weird combination right now of Governor Cooper, who's a Democrat, a fierce anti-gun guy, and Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson, like Craig said, Republican, severe pro-gun guy. So this battle is going to be raging on there for the entire time that these two individuals are in office. Oh yeah, it's it's going to be a fun one. But um, you know, it's funny. You, you a lot of people don't realize, and when when you know, some people think we're talking just kind of semantics or just trying to be cute when we talk about the racist roots of gun control. But the fact is, is that oh, that's no. exactly what it is. Gun control was originally created uh, to keep freed blacks and uh, Native Americans from being able to right. own and purchase firearms. Yeah, absolutely. Post-Civil War ever uh, legislation uh, in the South, uh, and, uh, and it came from Democrats. It's 100% yep. where it came from. This was, you know, the Democrats had been ordered to... Uh, I mean, looks like during the Civil War with the Emancipation Proclamation, we know that. And then later on, with the uh, after the war, it was put out again during uh, the uh, the surrender documents um, uh, at Appomattox that there will the slavery slaves will be free. Well, and it took uh, it took southern uh, uh, southern legislators, southern uh, elected officials. Now remember, because we had to have different. There were not the same elected officials. Those that were elected officials prior to and during the war were forbidden from ever holding office again. So this took a new crop of Southern legislatures that were still bitter about the loss and being told about how they could make their money uh, and led by Jim Crow, who, who started to author some of these laws, which were quickly picked up in many states. And it was exactly right. It was not. It was all about uh, uh, oppressing firearm ownership by uh, the, the, by the former slaves. Why, Craig? Uh, because, uh, you know, within five years prior to that, they'd been killing their slaves for looking at them wrong or for looking at their women wrong or stupid crap like that. So they didn't want them to have firearms so they could get killed in the night. Exactly. <laughs> Once again, you hit the nail. Well, before even before that, there was the freed black slaves, even before civil, the, civil, the, the, the Civil War, they yeah, didn't want areas, freed blacks yes, to, yeah, own, yeah. to own guns. Yes. Um, and then in California, you have the, you know, in the, in the, uh, in the 1800s, we passed laws like the 18, 1870s, uh, specifically to keep Chinese and Native Americans from being able to purchase firearms and ammunition. And then in 1923, we passed uh, a law here in California, which number one, uh, prohibited uh, Native Americans and Mexicans, or we call them Latinos now, uh, or the Latinx. <laughs> I do not call them Latinx. What if, well, but well, what if they're not from Mexico? Right. What if they're not from Mexico? Well, then they. Well, I don't know. But it just said they just they were talking <laughs> about Mexicans. So, okay. but they prohibited them from being able to purchase firearms or ammunition. Or let me clarify: it was prohibited to sell it to them, right? Yeah. Um, and and also though that was when we got the first concealed carry laws here in California, which instituted good cause. Yes. <laughs> which basically yeah. was code for. Don't let those good. don't let those people yeah. uh, get a concealed carry permit. Good color, good cause always meant good color. Go, good cause that. has yeah. always meant good color. So uh, hats off to uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor Robinson there for uh, calling out. And once right. again, I just find the the irony that once again, white Democrat governor supporting Jim Crow, yeah. black Republican lieutenant governor saying we need to do away with Jim Crow. Yeah, yeah, it just just saying. 
it, just it, yeah, it's amazing. It's 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 absolutely uh, amazing coming full circle like this. And I I think we should let uh, uh, we should get old Governor Cooper and uh, Lieutenant Governor Robinson a pair of boxing gloves and let them settle the Second Amendment debate that way. But I'll put no, my no, money that's on, violent. I, we couldn't do that. I'll put my money on Mr. Robinson. Everything. I'll put my money on Mr. Robinson. Well, that's why I'm doing it. That's clearly the favorite. He's clearly the favorite. Yeah, yeah. Right. So. Imagine if we had done that with Donald Trump and uh, Joe Biden. Oh well, you see, but uh, you could get in trouble for hitting Joe Biden. That's against the law to to, to beat on the uh, hey, those with the. They are within yeah. five years of each other, so I think I think it'd be a fair fight. Oh no, no, listen, yeah, it, 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 it wouldn't it would be, be fair. No. Joe Biden would get whopped. <laughs> you don't think Corn Pop would have some moves on him? He would just be like. <laughs> <laughs> There's all you do is throw a set of stairs in front of Joe Biden. <laughs> He's yeah. done. Down, down goes Biden. Down up goes, goes Biden. Up goes Biden. Remember? Up goes up Biden. Goes Biden. <laughs> he fell up the stairs. <laughs> up goes Biden. What the hell? Yeah, he fell down getting up into the ring. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay. Moving right along. Uh, well, once again, here in California, we are enjoying uh, being in the throes of a recall election. Uh, and uh, one of the things that's interesting is a poll that was done talking about you know who you know where people are going to wind up voting and a couple of things came out of this poll first of all majority of latinos are in support of uh, are in support of recalling gavin newsom interestingly enough uh which by the way is something that's got them incredibly scared because it's the largest minority in in the state of california but with that they noted that 66 percent of women are likely to vote against the recall now I will tell you the reason why this is, a big part of this is is because you listen to all of the ads and all they're talking about is the fact that Larry Elder is going to come in and overturn Roe v. Wade. And uh, is that is that all they're worried about there? That's that's is is, is the is the Roe v. No, Wade? that's just all that's just all they're talking about. That's all right. when you listen to the radio commercials. Uh, they say, "Oh, Larry Elder is the is the black Donald Trump, or wants to be like Donald Trump. He's the he's the black face of white supremacy." Um, and oh, by the way, he's going to overturn a woman's right to choose. Okay, come on, it's just ridiculous. Have we not seen that already? First off, Craig, anytime I see something that says sixty six percent believe this, it, it tells me right away they they polled three people. Uh, you, you know, rather than actually had a had a realistic poll. Um, when you read through this article, the people that they did poll were, uh, I don't know, people like um, uh, the president of the local chapter for every town for gun safety, uh, you know, the, the president of uh, the the uh, the the pro abortion league. Um, this was not a poll. This is one of them Hillary Clinton polls where they polled Hillary Clinton about Hillary Clinton's possibility of being elected as president. Uh, you know, this is not a real poll whatsoever. This number here of 66% is absolutely crap and, and ridiculous. Uh, I bet if you walked outside right now and asked five women uh, about how they feel about the, the recall election, you'd get a completely different response. Uh, you know, this, this, this election, when you read through it and you read through the data and you look at where they made the polls, who the poll was, when, what the, um, the demographics of the women, it's just absolutely a, like, like, Craig, you know what? I want, I want to put up a stat that says 66%. So I'm gonna go outside real quick and get my uh, do a poll and get this get the poll to to reinforce the stats that I already wrote down. Well, you, that's you, how this fucking that's how this article reads. That's well, you how this know, poll well reads. exactly. Well, you know, man, you and I both agree. It's like lies, damn lies, and statistics, and that's exactly yep. what this is. It's a damn lie. But the the thing is, and what I find interesting about the whole thing is, is nobody who's against the recall is actually talking about whether or not Gavin Newsom's performance 
during his during his first term in office uh, is worthy of being recalled. No one's talking about the actual facts. Everyone's right. talking about you know uh, everyone's talking about the Donald Trump Republican takeover of the state of California. Nobody's talking about the fact that there was two billion dollars in unemployment fraud. Uh, in less than a year, uh, and of that two billion, half half, oh, no, half half of a billion dollars of it was money that was paid unemployment money that was paid to people who were in prison, right? And and then right. yet and still, there's still two hundred thousand. There was a two hundred thousand person backlog, two hundred thousand claim backlog. Uh, in California's unemployment, in California's unemployment, we've been closed longer than anybody else. Uh, we've lost more jobs. We've lost more. Uh, we've lost more small businesses uh, than it, we have. Uh, poverty. Even though we were the poorest state in the country, we have more poor people than any other place. More homeless than any other state. Those numbers have increased in the state of California. And that, guess what? Our COVID numbers are no better than anyone else's. But no one wants to talk about that. No one wants to talk about the fact that even though every year we have forest fires every year we have them right wildfires he closed eight fire camps but no one's talking about that no one's talking about the bullet train from fresno to bakersfield that he said he was going to get rid of and now he's spending billions more on it nobody wants to talk about that because well he's a democrat just no one's talking about the facts and so they want to talk about things like abortion and climate change Nah, I'm done. I mean, I just, it's just, once again, alternate reality. Yep, made up statistics. Once again, that's, a, that's the, the basis of this whole article uh, is the lies, and this is what's running your election there and running your campaign uh, recall so, or your recall election. So, and folks, know, a- I get it. A lot of you don't live in California, but let me be clear. Just because it starts in California doesn't mean it ends in California. Oh, listen, yeah, we, you we, better, better help stop it. Around better- the country, you have yeah. to watch. What, what happens in California will next mm-hmm. happen in Oregon, Nevada. It will flow from the west. We know what happens in New Jersey uh, starts to move towards the south. Look what's going on in Virginia and North Carolina. Those are New Jersey gun control laws. Right. So it you happens see an all example the time. Of, you want to see an example? There's a reason why we had 2,500 troops in Afghanistan, so that the mess and the stupidity, the stuff that was going on with the Taliban and al-Qaeda and all of them, didn't creep out into other parts of the Middle East, into Europe, yep. and here to the United States. Now we're not there. So you, you watch what starts to happen and you will, you will kind of get it, hopefully. The advances in the Taliban military capabilities are going to be exponential. Yes, yes, they, yeah, yes they are. We'll be talking yeah. about that a little bit yeah. later. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Okay, this one, this one is kind of fun and I honestly I, debated about whether or not to include a video on this one. Um, evidently, at colleges across the country, uh, Chance of F. Joe Biden uh, have actually been like running rampant. Like a bunch of people, a bunch of people are basically out chanting F. Joe Biden at college football games, which, by the way, is I, I can get it, like especially like in the SEC. But I find it interesting that that's what's going on, in particular at college right. campuses. Uh, you know, um, remember a few months ago they were talking about the president's brother, brother because all they would say is F. Biden, F. Biden. And that's his brother Frank, I just assumed. But now they've now they're talking about uh, F. Joe Biden, and I don't know if that's like you know F. Scott Fitzgerald or you know what, what do they do? Does, does he have another name that's going on there? But now clearly, folks, uh, we're having a little fun with the uh, with the abbreviation here. But uh, this is this was kind of spreading amongst uh, college uh, football games this week. I mean, I don't know, and I'm not talking about like 
South Central Louisiana State Mud Dogs or anything like that. I mean, this this happened at Auburn, uh, Virginia Tech, uh, Texas A and M, uh, North Carolina. I mean, this this was rolling amongst uh, some big college campuses there, and it wasn't just a couple of people chanting or a couple of pe- people with a sign. It was the full on uh, uh, F Joe Biden chant that was rolling, uh, you know, for uh, several several minutes. Yeah. Well, you know, I will I will end this segment on this particular story, just kind of noting, uh, you know, maybe maybe colleges and universities aren't lost forever. Maybe there's hope for uh, for academia, or at least the the the, the scholar the athletic scholars. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we can only hope, right? We'll we'll see. I'm sure uh, most of those students will now go to class and get in trouble for not wearing a mask and for uh, speaking their minds. You know, exactly. So let's get into today's parting shot. Um, uh, we talked about the improved uh, military capabilities of the Taliban. Uh, well, and I think this just kind of speaks to it. The Taliban Air Force as of last week and the Taliban Air Force as of this week as they got, I believe it was something like, uh, what did they say, like $23 billion worth of aircraft? Something like that? Yeah, and they got everything that was left behind. You know, it's an, you know, And again, here's the Democrat fight. Oh, no, they didn't get that stuff from the United States. Uh, oh, really, where'd they get it from? Oh, they got it from the Afghan Air Force. Who well, guessed where the Air- Afghan Air Force got it from? They got it from us. Right. Uh, there was a significant number of Air Force aircraft and Army aircraft that were left behind as well. Uh, and our, our Army and our Air Force, but for the most part, the majority of the stuff they got was from the abandoned Afghan National Air Force, which came from us, by the way. Right. So. Exactly, exactly. But that wasn't all they got. I mean, we won't no. get into all of the handguns. Well, okay. <laughs> we won't get no. into all the rifles and all of the handguns and all of the other equipment, but uh, armored vehicles, <laughs> armed armored vehicles, yes. mind you. Yeah. yeah, this one, you know, I'm not so bad that they got these Humvees. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that because all day long they're going to have to answer the calls about their extended Humvee warranties. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Okay, sir. Well, hey, that's going to be it for today's episode. Uh, we're going to call it. It's going to be a little bit of a short one. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mikey, uh, do me a favor. Hit uh, Let folks know about our sponsors real quick. Hey, Dukes, make sure you check out our good friends at Grid Defense and Guerrilla Machining. That's Grid Defense and Guerrilla Machining. They've been with us since the uh, since pretty much the start here, and we'd like for you to support them as well because they'll be supporting you again tomorrow on Feedback Friday when you get a nice little freebie toy from uh, from one of them for your uh, your America's rifle build. So uh, so please support them as well as the California Republican Assembly. Uh, remind you, reminder, there is a recall election going on. We are trying to recall Governor Gavin Newsom, uh, Gavin Newsolini. Uh, if you have not returned your, if you haven't gotten your ballot, get a hold of your voter count, voter registrar's office and find out where the heck your ballot is. And if you have gotten your ballot, uh, get it in, fill it out. Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for in question two because anyone is going to be a better selection than Gavin Newsom. Although the California Republican Assembly did endorse Larry Elder, uh, believing he is the best, most conservative choice. Uh, but the most important thing is vote on number one. Vote number one. Vote yes to recall Gavin Newsolini. It is that simple. Please remember, like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends about uh, about the rundown. This is the place to talk about conserv- 2A news with conservative views. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow on uh, Freedback Friday. Hasta mañana.